Hello, hello, hello. I am your New Year's baby, hostess with the most, this Michael Munoz. And welcome to In Yo Mouth! In Yo Mouth. I'm the queen of food who's always in the mood to lick it right, lick it good, show you how to look. Oh, God, that's good. I want to know what you eat from the streets to the sheets. So open wide, honey. I'm coming. In Yo BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey there, and welcome back, folks. Once again, I'm your hostess with the most is Munoz. And should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Oh, goodness. How is it the end of the year, folks? How is it possible that we are here and you know, torpedoing towards 2022. Well, I'm super excited for today's episode because I have the one, the only, my newly dubbed food wife with me, Chandley Borges. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> hi, hubby. <laughs> How are you? Good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. When you asked me the other day when we were out on our like second anniversary dinner, um, I could not turn this down. So, <laughs> not our second anniversary dinner. <laughs> well, it was like we've met only in person because I've done the pod once, and then we met in person officially at Wine and Food Festival. Unless we met before that, and I'm blanking. So I would consider that our first. Like, we did meet. We did meet. But no, we did meet before that. Oh my god! Oh Over my god, pride. We did. we did, but that like didn't count because that was like in the middle of the street. Like we hugged it out. It was like, oh my god, you're real. I'm real. But then we actually got to like, know each other at wine and food, and then our anniversary dinner. We did. Yeah, our anniversary dinner. I'm still waiting for my ring, by the Me way. Me too. <laughs> that makes two of us. <laughs> Listen, I feel like I feel like in this unholy of gay uh marriages that you and I have, I think you should be buying the ring this time, not okay. me. All right. I'll I'll consider it. You know what I like that? I like that idea. I'm not gonna turn it down. I won't turn it down. <laughs> I like it. 
Anyways, I am so happy to have you here. And In Your Mouth listeners, I just thought it would be really fun to do like an end of the year recap with Chandley, seeming how towards the end of this year, Chandley and I really got to know each other and became better friends and, you know, all good vibes. But before we get anywhere, Chandley, in the grand tradition of In Yo Mouth, I need to wish you happy National Get on the Scales Day. Whoa, that's a little weird, but thank you. I don't know how I feel about that one. It seems controversial. Um, I'm I'm already mad. I'm angry. I mean, it doesn't get seem on the scales. What? Like why? Like who created that? I just need to know. Yeah, I ju- I don't know either. Why do we need to be getting on a scale? All we've been doing is drinking and eating for the whole month. You know. I agree, but also just like in general, one, why is there a day devoted to this? And then two. Like, are people promoting this? Like, that's really bad. Not that you're promoting it. We're discussing it and talking about how toxic it is. But, like, why is this a thing in 2021 turning 2022? Right? Why Why is National Get on the Scales Day a thing? You know what? I, I want to redub this as National Throw Your MF Scales in the Trash Day. How about that? Preach. I agree. Snaps to that. 100%. We do not need scales to determine <laughs> happiness, who you are. Um, it is just a number. I firmly believe that it is just like there's no point for them. I am all for, you know, you go to the doctor and they need to weigh you. But what I started doing, actually, I'd say probably the past two years is um, I asked not to see my weight. Like, obviously, if it is something that I should be notified about, like if I have to lose some pounds, if I'm unhealthy, like, you could tell me that, but I just think that, you know, being labeled and put into like this number is just not good, at least for my mental health. So screw the numbers, do what you have to do, um, and move on with your life. It is just a number. Amen. Amen. And we're going to leave it right there because we are actually in luck because this is way better. It's a double day today. And I needed to also wish you happy National Pepper Pot Day. Oh, Pepper Pot. What is what is that? I'm kind of scared. So it's no, it's a it's a Guyanese dish. Pepper Pot is an Amerindian derived dish popular in Guyana. It is traditionally served at Christmas and other special events, uh, along with chicken curry and cook up rice. Pepper pot is one of Guyana's national dishes. You learn something new. I did not know that. Um, that sounds delightful. Have you had it before? Yes, absolutely. It's delicious. It's a stewed meat dish that has like cinnamon and hot peppers and like beef or and pork in it. Absolutely. You know, it's it's it gives you all them wintertime vibes. That's good to know. I did not guess that it was that. I was thinking pepper pot. I was like, is it just peppers? So I'm not really a spices gal, as you know. Um have a food Instagram, but picky eater. Oh yes. Um <laughs> the pepper pot is not for you, Chanley. I forgot. No. I forgot. I forgot. That is okay. And I, I forget again. I'm a, I'm a bad food husband. No, it's okay. We're, we live and we learn. Um, you know, that's why we're only on our second anniversary. Many more to come. You have to learn <laughs> we're still learning about each other, you know? Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're still growing together. 
as as a food couple. It's yeah. it's great. I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, no matter if you're getting on the scale, throwing out the scale, or just eating mounds and mounds of pepper pot on this day, we celebrate you. And moving right along to this day in gay history, well, you know what? The gays took a break today because there is no uh, factoid of gay history on this day. And I'm okay with it. You know what? We need a break. The gay, Even the gays needed a break. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. But you know what? We are making history today on this day. Um, we are celebrating us. So <laughs> it is now our third anniversary. So that is this day in history. <laughs> You know what? Just like a traditional gay relationship on this day in gay history, Chandley and I (laughs) moved into our third anniversary. Boy, we move quick. (laughs) You know how it goes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I do know how it goes, right? And and the lesbianism of it all, right? There's a U-Haul waiting for me outside of the apartment once we're done done (laughs) recording. Oh, great stuff. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, I thought it would just be fun to kind of travel down uh, memory lane of 2021 with you and discuss the good, the bad, the ugly, and the nonsense. And, you know, just the things that we've experienced this year, starting with the holiday. I mean, the holidays just passed. Tell me everything. What did you eat? Uh, What did Santa bring you? What are you returning? When is my ring coming in the mail? Give it to me all. Love it. Um, So holidays were great. I actually feel like this year was not as much of a mess as the previous years. I think partially due to COVID. Um, Obviously, it was hard to see family. We were safe. Um, I was just with my immediate family, but extended family, a few of them, who were vaccinated, got COVID. It happens. Um, luckily they are all safe. Get your vaccines, everyone. Um, but yeah, this year was kind of low key. It was nice just to spend it with my family. We typically on Christmas day, my mom makes, um, homemade meatballs. We have some ravioli. I actually am known to make homemade garlic knots. I know it's weird. We're Italian. So, um, we do the fish and everything, but my specialty is I was just about to ask, no seven fishes, no eel? You know, we do, we do. At my grandma's, um, she makes all these different seafood things that I do not touch since I do not like seafood. Um, But otherwise, she'll make um, aliul for me, which is like pasta and garlic and oil. So good, chef's kiss. Um, So I usually have that on Christmas Eve. Everyone else eats the fish. And then I also make my garlic knots. So that was Christmas, and I also um, am half Jewish, so celebrate Hanukkah. Shout out to all my Jews out there. Obviously, Hanukkah was really early, um, so for Hanukkah, I didn't really do anything because it was, well, actually, I guess I did. It was close to Thanksgiving, so I saw my family and I saw my poppy, so that was nice. But what am I doing for the rest of the year? Probably making some returns. I got some stuff from Nike, um, and... You know, I, I don't, oh. I'm not really a big... Yeah, in your mouth listeners, uh, sorry for the interruption here, no, but no, no, you need okay. to know that not only does Ch- does Chandley run one a very fabulous foodstagram, oh. right, highlighting some of the most Instagram-able 
Instagrammable foods across the tri-state area here. <laughs> but also, she has just started like marathon training, right? You did you did a half marathon through Disney recently, and you're just you know you you run in these streets, Gert. I'm excited though to get back into a nice workout routine. And I'm not really that big on gifts. Like I love giving other people gifts, but as far as myself, like I am just happy with friends, health, family, food, obviously. Um, and yeah, it, it was just a great holiday season. What about you? That sounds lovely. And you know what? Uh, you yeah. just reminded me of my mom yesterday uh, called me and she goes, I feel like you always get the short end of the stick. And I said to her, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you don't really, like, get anything. Like, your brother and your sister-in-law get you, like, these small things. I didn't know what to get you this year. And you just, like, you put all this thought into these, like, gifts. And you do so much for everyone for the holidays that you end up getting the short end of the stick. And I was uh, and I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I guess that's a way to put it. But I go, I'm not really concerned. I wasn't really concerned about it, nor did I think about it. And really, I, as Chanley, you know, I do a lot of charity work. Uh, throughout the season, uh, bringing Christmas gifts to like children in need and so uh, so forth. And this this season was huge for me. I made a whole lot of Christmas happen in a very short amount of time. And you know, for my employers, I do a lot of Christmas for them. So you know, it's a it's hard to compete with you know uh, second in command to uh, Santa and Mariah here, right? The Chris yes. Kringle herself <laughs> over here. But but secondly, I'm really not thinking about myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And actually, I'm sure we'll get into this in a few. But part of my goals and aspirations for 2022 is I do want to put myself first out there. Um, obviously, it's so hard to say because I always put others first. And it feels weird to like actually treat myself to things and to think of myself before others. But I totally agree. I think it's it's a beautiful thing that we love putting everyone else before ourselves. And, you know, we're just happy with friends, family, health. A gift does not matter unless it's a ring from you for our third anniversary now. Um, but yeah, I think that going forward, it's definitely something that I would love to work on. Um, but I am happy where I am and you're happy. I'm sure with everything that happened. Yeah. I, I've, I've said that uh, about, I think I say that about myself every year as well these days that like you know what this year i'm just gonna put myself first this year and then it un never ends up happening you know because gifting is my love language too you know what i mean so and i've realized that that's not everyone's love language the fact of the matter is whether we we are putting ourselves first or we we continue to to do what we do and you know like kind of put good vibes out there to try to help others before us as long as as long as we're still in a good place i think that's all that really matters you know especially totally after like agree. the two years that we've had you know right right and it's so hard because you know obviously the world has changed so much and at least for me i feel like any opportunity i have to make someone else's day especially during these crazy times these past two years I feel like I can't turn it down or I have to rise to the occasion. And I think that that's definitely something that I need to work on, you know, just taking a backseat, making sure that 
I'm happy before putting someone else's happiness before myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we can go down this road for an entire three episodes. (laughs) I'll be back next week. Listen, now that now that we're food, now that we're food husband and wife, like these are the serious conversations we need to be having. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> yes. It is. Oh it's my very- god. I thought it would be fun, you know, on my big gay food podcast here to talk about the food trends of 2021 and Let's what do it. and what we saw. Favorite food trend that we saw this year? Um. Oh my god. Probably anything with Emily Mariko. Mariko. Not sure if I'm pronouncing her name correct. She was the girl on TikTok that went viral over that sam- uh, salmon rice recipe. Uh, why? Now, can we talk about this? Yes. Salmon rice recipe and why we needed it. I don't know why we needed it personally. Again, I don't need or not need, I don't eat fish. So it's not like I was like going to the supermarket to make this recipe, but... But it's so silly. I know, it is. silly. In your mouth, listeners, if you haven't seen the salmon rice recipe, you take some cooked salmon and you take some rice and you smash it into the rice with some like mayo and soy and whatever. And then you eat it with like seaweed. Like you just pick it up with the seaweed and eat it. I'm like, all right, if I wanted food that looked regurgitated... (laughs) <laughs> I would have chewed it up and spit it out and then put it in a seaweed wrap myself. Listen, I totally agree. It's not the food itself that I was like, oh, my God, need this. Obviously, don't eat fish. But the way that she makes the videos is just so relaxing. It's like ASMR like. Um, and that to me was the trend that I was like, oh, my God, show me more. And I love her videos. Um, she has made several more with different recipes and they're all pretty healthy, which I find cool. But then also you'll see her like at In-N-Out eating an animal style burger, which I appreciate. So yes, that was definitely a trend I loved. Um, One I didn't love and one I still kind of am. It just like kind of irks me is the potato trend that's going on that has which- been going on for like a month or two now where people are like the accordion potato trend that people are chopping cubes of like potatoes and then like you you cut horizontally down one side but not all the way through and then you flip it over and you cut diagonally and then you throw it in the deep fryer and then everybody now has to rub their knife over the deep fried (laughs) whatever to hear how crispy it is that's true the asmr yeah, yeah. I actually though I've had those type of types of potatoes at like street fairs. They're actually pretty good. I don't think I'd make it myself, but I love when it, like the outside is crispy but the inside is still like a potato. Yeah. Um so you should definitely try it. Yeah, I don't listen. We know and you have been to Casa de Munoz over here. Yes. We know that I live <laughs> and Chanley can attest. That I live in 120 square feet of Times Square gloriousness. And so when it comes to like smelly, like really, really smelly cooking, like in like, you know, like frying or like or like smoke searing, like, you know, things like I will do it like if I really, really, really want it. But I kind of avoid it because I live in a in such a small space that. 
my clothes and my linens and everything will just stink of like fried food or just stink of meat for like weeks, you know? That makes sense. Uh, I totally agree. And I would be in the same position as you would. I would not want to do that with stinking up all my clothes because that is like my number one pet peeve. But next time on maybe our fourth or fifth anniversary, we'll go to a street fair and we'll get one. Yes, that and like a mozzarella. Yes, and, those were so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yes, really good. <laughs> Wait, was this year the trend of the focaccia, like, art, too? It might have been at the beginning of the year. I love that trend, though. This year, though, the other big one that I could think of was the feta and tomato pasta. The Yes, that. Which, that was, like, the trend of the year. Yes, if you go on my Instagram, I make a vegan version because I didn't see people out there making a vegan version. It's not oh, my cool. best reel. It isn't my best reel, but it's a good one still. Okay, that was one. Was the mini pancakes this year? Yes, the, you know what? That was another fucking annoying trend. That was. That people were making, like, mini donuts and mini pancakes only to throw them in a bowl with milk to call it yeah. cereal. Do you know how much work that is? That's, people have too much time on their hands, and I am not one of those people. But if someone made it for me, I'll gladly eat it. You yeah, know? but you'd be starving by the time you got I it. Would. I would, yeah. I definitely would. I prefer to have, you know three normal-sized pancakes versus all those mini ones. Absolutely. When's the last time you've had a pancake? I haven't had a pancake in years, I want to say. Actually, I could tell you when. It was, I made like healthy versions of it, but I don't really count that. I would say right after my half marathon in Disney, I went to IHOP after and got like a whole spread of pancakes, sausage, eggs, Delicious. Uh, I love IHOP. It's so good. Oh, my God. I haven't been to an IHOP in a million years either. Um, that's so funny. I'm usually not a sweet. Bre- I'm always savory before sweet. Always, always, always. Um, and so pancakes aren't really in my breakfast, you know, um, recipe box. Mm-hmm. But it like if it came like pancakes and then there were like some runny eggs and some delicious, like, spicy breakfast sausage or something. I could be down with the pancake for sure. Yeah, I am always, if it's before noon, I'm all for, like, pancakes, anything sweet. If it's afternoon, I am, like, or after, like, literally 12.01, as soon as 12.01 hits, I am all for, like, burgers, chicken sandwich, chicken fingers, anything that is, like, not breakfast food. Yes. Absolutely. It's my rule. Um, this year we saw a ton of air fryer usage as well. Yes. Did we not? Like people put everything in the air fryer this year, I want to say. Yeah, people did. I am scared of my air fryer. I got one. It is unboxed, but not touched. <laughs> Why not? You haven't even made the, oh, this is yet another trend of 2021. The pasta chips. Oh, those are weird. I cannot get into those. I am scared of pasta chips. I just feel like it would ruin my love for pasta. So I stayed away from that one. But I really do need to use my air fryer because I bake everything in the oven and it just takes so long and it's tedious. And 
I really just should be using the air fryer. I don't know why I'm afraid of it. I look you, at it know, and then I'm like, you nope, know what I'll an air fryer it. is, right? I do know what it is. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a, so it's you a don't repa- it's a repackaged convection oven. Yes, I, th- yes. I think someone in PR and marketing, and I've said this before on this podcast, said people don't know what an, a convection oven is. So let's repackage it and rebrand it as this thing called an air fryer. And yeah. basically, it's just high heat and fans that circulate all the way around it. So it cooks things faster at a higher heat because like, the heat is like circulating 360 around whatever yeah. you're cooking. So, so yeah, be not, my point being, be not afraid of the air fryer because it's essentially just a hotter oven, you know, with some fans. Right. I think I'm just afraid that I don't know how to clean it after. Like, it's so small and pretty, whereas, like, an oven can just, like, stay dirty, you know? Like, it is what it is. Wait. (laughs) You cooking in a dirty oven, girl? I mean, I clean it every now and then, but... You know, it, like you put it on, it goes on a tray. Um, yeah, like how dirty is the oven actually getting? Like right. things, things aren't, unless you purposely, not purposely, but accidentally like splash or slosh right. something or are cooking bacon daily in the oven right. that splatters. Exactly. You know, the oven isn't really getting that. Right. Filthy. Whereas I feel like the air fryer, you just throw your raw chicken in there and there's like no tray to pull it like it's just in there like it just scares me like I don't know what to do after (laughs) and I don't want to know what to do after because I just rather not wait you know what Uh, this is what we need to bring on TikTok how to clean your air fryer I bet you very true I bet you it would go viral real quick because people are dirty and nasty and not cleaning their air fryers and I'm a very clean person so for me to like one get something that's clean already dirty but not know how to clean it it's like a nightmare i just i I can't get past it that's why i haven't used it (laughs) i i feel like instapot or um uh hamilton beach or yeah or or somebody in that instructions like there's a section on how to clean your air fryer i'd be really surprised (laughs) i'm okay though with like my crock pot because that you could like at least mine it disconnects from like yeah you, you know, pull out the, like the ceramic right. insert and then you, and then you clean it. it yeah and then you just soak it whereas like the air fryer I'm like does this thing disconnect like I don't know I don't think yeah. so I don't I know don't maybe know. I'm wrong maybe you I are know. wrong I don't have I have in my tiny Times Square kitchen one of those Braville smart air ovens so it's like a convection oven a super convection oven. Um, but it also bakes and roasts and it, it air fries and it proofs and it it does everything. It does everything but hop in the bed with me and get it done. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I actually had one of those. I think it was a Ninja. Yeah, Ninja makes one very similar. Yeah, Whatever it was. But I was like, this is it. This is my year. 2020. I got it. It was a grill, an air fryer, an oven, like all in one. Didn't even open the box. I was, like, too afraid to. So then I was like, you know what? I'll return it. And then I got just, like, a baby air fryer, the classic one. Haven't used it. Oh, my goodness. That's I thought it so, would solve it. That is so funny. Well, you know what? Maybe 2022 needs to be the year of you committing to opening these things and actually using them. 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll add it to my list of goals and aspirations. All right. But those are attainable goals, you know? Yes. Uh, Yes. Attainable New Year's resolutions. Something like not I'm going to lose 8,000 pounds and by by the end of January, you know? Like setting attainable goals is what the beginning of this next year should be all about. And speaking of attainable goals, I think now would be the best time to take you out, Chambly, to my favorite part, your favorite part, and the audience's favorite part of the podcast, a little something we like to call... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Food news update. Food news. I'm so excited. Wait, red girl, spill the tea. Update. Lay's just released its own potato vodka. I saw that, and I actually saw someone review it, and they said it was pretty good. So, yeah, I would definitely smash that. Let's let's get my hands on it. Yeah, absolutely. And the bottle and the packaging are actually so really, really pretty. Yes, very pretty. Um, it looks like a nice bottle of vodka. I it does. Have nothing I'm not a vodka say. girl these days, though. I mean, I feel like I was for a while. And then I turned to craft beer like any classic lesbian. Um, <laughs> and then Craft I just like beer, the official yeah. drink of all lesbian of the lesbian nation. Right? Yes, and then I just haven't really gone back to vodka. But if it has lays on it, I would try it. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember, but it was a big food news topic here on the podcast that Arby's had released uh, their French fry flavored vodkas also potato vodka and there was a spicy one and a regular one so like these brands coming out with their own booze has been a big trend of 2021 yeah it's interesting i mean i would definitely try it um and we'll see i'll let you know if i try it yeah um apparently according to this article from the hartford Corrent in 2018 the Lay's potatoes are a drier and grainier varietal than russets, Yukon Golds, and red potatoes found in grocery stores. I found that really interesting. That is really interesting. I do love potatoes, and I actually love making, like, smashed potatoes and going to the grocery store and just picking up a ton of potatoes. Um, so that's interesting that Lay's is saying, what was what exactly was the wording? The, the that their this, their potatoes are drier and grainier than like your normal russet Yukon Gold or red potato that you can find in a grocery store. That's so interesting. I kind of wonder how, and like I want to see the testing that was done that proves that. So does that make it mealy? Like you know when you buy you, like you buy an apple and you're really excited to eat the apple and then yes. you bite into it and it's mealy. Yes. Yes. Is, is this potato like mealy then? If it's drier and grainier. Yeah, I, or to I be don't mealy, know. does it have to be moist? 
I would think like moist, but I don't really know where they're trying to go with that. Like, like, are they saying that it's better to buy Lay's potato chips or Lay's products because it's better than like just a standard potato in the grocery store? Like, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't know what they're trying to say here, but uh, this article comes to us from you know, a food news favorite, um, food and wine. Thank you to food and yes. wine. Still not yes. a sponsor. <laughs> but instead of do, creating like a barbecue or a sour cream and onion vodka, which Lay's, we all know, <laughs> are very, very popular for, they just opted for a straight 80-proof vodka with a crisp, clean finish. Bottles launched already, and they're exclusively at... Um, they, they partnered with Eastside Distilling, and you could buy them for 40 bucks. 40 bucks, that's a steal. I think the Arby's vodka was like 60 or something like that. Yeah, I think $40 is a steal considering, you know, other vodkas out there are probably, you know, in the 30 to $40 range. And this is by Lay's. So I'm shocked that they actually didn't charge more because they're Lay's and, you know. Yeah, and they only made 1,300 bottles. I'm, I'm, I bet you they're sold out already. Definitely you know? sold out. And, and, and like selling on eBay for like $2,000. Yeah. Uh, damn. You know, this opportunity. I think we, we may have missed out on this unless Lay's wants to send us a bottle, you know, because I don't know. I don't know if I told you, but I was talking about the Jones Soda Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. um, bottle on Food News Update earlier this year with the one and only David Bertka, who we met. Yes. And... Uh, Neil Patrick Harris's husband, you know, we know famous people. <laughs> they were and, at New York City Wine and Food Festival. We partied with them. Yes, we certainly did. And yeah, they uh, they were all up in the podcast and they said, oh, we want to send you. And they sent me like a case of Joan's soda. That's so nice. Yeah, I still am a little afraid to try the Thanksgiving dinner soda, though. <laughs> yeah, I would be a little afraid too, considering Thanksgiving food is not my forte, which you know, again, we got to get into your, your food pl- proclivities, but that, that's not that's not food news update. <laughs> well, no, it's not. We'll come we can talk that. about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we are. I think we're here for this Lay's potato chip vodka. We are. We are. I am for, here for it. Sure. TikTok yes. announces plans to open a delivery-only restaurant concept. Oh. Yes, the ghost kitchens would bring some of the app's viral recipes straight to your door. That's interesting. I love ghost kitchens. I think that they're awesome. I think that it's really cool to, um, you know, that like chefs and businesses who don't have a storefront can operate out of a ghost kitchen. So I'm, like, all for it. I think it would be really cool if they partner with, like, TikTok foodies or TikTok chefs um, rather than just, like, taking, like, some random person. Like, maybe try and find the person whose recipe it was. Um, I think that would be really cool. I'm kind of here for it. I'm curious to see how that will go down. Yeah, so this um, there's a company out there called Virtual Dining Concepts that um, has recognized potential the potential in pairing well-known content creators with delivery orders. They already did it with YouTube juggernaut Mr. Beast. To I was bring, just going to say that, the Mr. Beast burgers. Yeah. yeah, the Mr. Beast burger to life. And so now TikTok is pairing with virtual dining concepts to bring all these viral things to life, i.e., 
that viral like feta pasta. Like, yeah. so you could just one day be able to order it from someplace if you really wanted to. Even though, why would you order it when it's so easy to make? I know. I was just gonna say. In the time, <laughs> in the time that it took you to order, place the order, pay for it, get it delivered, and tip the guy and take it out of the package, you literally could have it in your hands if you made it yourself. Totally agree. You know? But I yeah, like this no. idea. Yeah, I like it because I think it would be nice to support content creators and, like, chefs who are primarily have a following on TikTok but might not have, like, a storefront. I support it in that aspect. Like, if they're just going to, like, you know... Steal people's make, things. Right, and, like, make more money and, like, profit off of, like, oh, this was viral on TikTok. Let's just, like, put it into a ghost kitchen and, you know, have someone random be making it and just to have it delivered to say it was delivered by TikTok, then like, I don't think that that makes sense. No, and I don't it says here, it says here, proceeds from TikTok kitchen sales will go to both support the creators who inspired the menu item okay. and to encourage and assist other creators to express themselves on the platform in keeping with TikTok's mission to inspire creativity and bring joy to its users. Hmm. I feel like, I feel like, the this is like a catch 22 here yes the first part i was like that sounds great then the second part it was very vague and yeah like, oh, so we'll give money back but yeah like, well we'll, we'll, we'll throw you like you know 20 percent of the profits that we're making and we're and we'll pocket the rest this yeah is exactly kind of what that sounded like yes i agree i don't know well you know what i hope that tiktok you know and virtual dining concepts stands by you know, their mission to help out these creators. And it's a thing that, um, you know, recipes aren't necessarily um, copyrightable, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. It, that's like a hard thing to do. Right, like, right. Uh, to have ownership over like one thing. Yeah. So, you know, I hope, I, I hope it works out and I hope that those of us putting that content out there and creating really see and benefit from this for sure. And last but not least, a TikToker discovers Airbnb window that opens directly into a Times Square restaurant. I saw that first off hysterical. I hope that everyone who listens, like drop your phones right now and go look this up because it is crazy. First off, I feel so bad for that person, but I don't know if you saw like the follow-up because what happened was she reached out to the Airbnb owner and they like didn't do anything about it. And then Airbnb obviously saw the TikTok that went viral. And I think they offered her either a refund or a credit and she took the credit. But it's just it's sad because it shouldn't take something going viral in order to make things right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm curious. Oh, so this is a ho Casa Times Square is a hotel and residence, but where is it? It's it should be really close to me. I feel like I've passed it before. Um, the what I want to know a which is weird if this is because I'm on their website right now. It's uh -huh. it says hotel and residences. So I guess the resi one of the residents was, was on Airbnb as opposed to the hotel part of it. And secondly, didn't whoever built this or didn't the restaurant itself w notice that the table <laughs> was next to a window that like Yeah. 
very strange. Opened into an apartment? Yeah. It seems like based off the video that originally that apartment was like not an actual apartment. Like maybe it was like a back storage type of thing that they converted or I don't know. I think it was unclear if it was she could only see them, but they can't see her. Yeah, it was it was a it was mirrored. It was she didn't know at first. Right. Yeah, it was a it was a two way mirror. It was like a one way mirror, right? Yeah, yeah. Even so, though, like I wouldn't want to be eating somewhere knowing that like I'm also being watched by someone behind a window. Like, you know, not that she was purpose purposely watching them, but it's but you arrive into a place to stay that like promoted like beautiful like skyline views, and then all of a sudden you're watching you're watching people enjoy their meal. She even went into the restaurant to sit at that table and pass shots of tequila to her friend who was in the room through the window and then went back to the room and through the window put the shots back on the table and closed the window. It's crazy. And I think it's also just crazy that it was advertised on Airbnb, like you said, as like this beautiful skyline. Like they photoshopped the photos of the room to make it seem like, oh, it's in this beautiful high rise overlooking the city when it's nothing like that. <laughs> no. His I think it's hysterical. Wait, um, and the restaurant was called Tempura NYC, which I have never heard. No. Um, I don't think I've even passed it. I just I don't know. I don't I don't, I don't know, but I think it's so weird. And then also, what if somebody knew that that room existed behind there from the restaurant and then, right. like, they had malintent? Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, they would go back. Yeah. I don't know. That is, that just seems bizarre and like a recipe for disaster and something sketchy was going on there. Honestly. Oh, I know exactly where this is. Yep. I know where this is. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's crazy, folks. And I don't think we are here for that whatsoever. No. <laughs> right? It is scary. That is a scary way to spend your holiday <laughs> trip sure. in in New York City. And with that, I think that's the best way to end. Food news update. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. We have had... I mean, 52 episodes. That's There's been a lot of crazy food news this year. I mean, what is that? Times three. I mean, that's 156 food news topics that I've covered this year. Crazy. Actually, 153 because I took a week off this year. And I haven't that's taken a week it. off, you know? No, and you have to put yourself first. Exactly what we were saying at the beginning. Like that's what I did. I was like, I I need a break. I just yeah. You need the break. You take it. You have to put yourself first out there. Absolutely. What are you looking forward to for the new year? How about that? Let's see. Obviously, we covered putting ourselves first. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually made a little bit of a list. uh, Tried to come prepared. Um, So looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to. Getting into a better workout routine. Um, Amen, sister. I haven't seen the inside of a gym since like before <laughs> the pandemic. Honestly, me too. So I'm going to try and 
you know, I, I got into a routine over the summer with running outside, then training for my half marathon. So I'm going to try and do something like that again. Um, I want to uh, do more volunteering. I really look up to you. And when we just went to dinner the other night, that it just reminded me of, you know, everything pre-COVID that I would participate in. Honestly, pre-moving to the city, I moved to the city in August and it's kind of just been a whirlwind with, you know, figuring out I got a new job, figuring out my apartment, first time living on my own, but I really want to kind of get back to my roots of doing more volunteer work. I joined obviously a group at work to do some volunteer work, but I think just on my own, whether it's with friends or family, people like you, that's definitely at the top of my list. And thinking what else? Just like continuing to eat and make friends. Like I want to make more friends. I love meeting people. Like if anyone's listening and is looking for a friend, DM me. Like I am around. That's, uh, that's a that, oh girl. <laughs> bold move, but that is a bold uh, move, right? Because no, but I mean, I mean it though. I think that like I really value friendships and I value having people there in my life that, you know, I would drop anything. If it means that someone's there for me, I will be there for you. So I'm I'm always just looking for whether it's a, a person that could be there, you know, for life or whatever it is, or just someone like, you know, to go out to eat with, yeah. you know, just anything and everything in between. Look at that. You're already cheating on me. You're already, already looking Sorry. for the next best thing. Wow. No, never, never, <laughs> never. We could all be friends. That's another thing oh I love. Goodness. I love bringing friends together. Oh, my God. If you're sliding into a DM, please come correct uh, on this day. <laughs> I know in the past I have said, you know what, slide into the DMs and you could send me some nonsense. But today, especially with my girl Chandler, you need to come correct if you're slide, especially if you're sliding into her DMs. I'm going to let you know that right now, folks. Thank you. <laughs> Give them the warning. <laughs> you have been warned. Trust and believe. <laughs> As I, I sit here in my silk floral robe. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that that's like what I'm looking forward to. And I think it all just stems back to like putting myself first, whether it's with anything in life, you know? Yeah. What's next? What's next for you? And gays got to eat. That's another thing. Um, I honestly have been thinking about this. I do want to make more TikToks. Like we both said, I love TikTok. And I think that it's just so fun to be able to express myself in video. Um, and especially, you know, seeing how gays got to eat has grown this past year and putting myself behind the camera more. Um, that's definitely something that I want to work on. Um, and I don't know, I, I love it and it's a hobby of mine, but it's also a passion. So kind of just figuring out how to navigate that is definitely something that I'm going to try and work on come 2022. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I've started too. like, just started like. You know, I go through phases of being like, I can do this and I'm going to start mm -hmm. doing the reels. They just, everything takes so long and it's a it whole full-time job, right? That like, isn't bringing a lot of money in rapidly or no money for me. But, mm -hmm. um, so it's just a whole lot of work and you know what's been going on in my life, you know, because, because, yes. <laughs> you know, we, we have shared the marital bit. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, you know, the end of the year ended really well for me, like, the past two months. And there was yeah. a lot of a lot of prospective things on the horizon that hopefully 
can and will propel me forward. So I need that. I need all of that at the ready, and I need to start doing more of it because you and I have also talked about some of these people out there, you know, throwing nonsense up and yeah. not really, <laughs> not really being genuine or mm-hmm. authentic, and. You know, that's what we were, you and I were missing in in the yeah. content that we like to watch, like some right. authenticity, some give back, some, some, you know, like authentic. That's what I keep going back to the word authentic and genuine because it's there's a difference in the content, you know. Correct, and I think that going forward, that's definitely something that I think about heavily, like. If I'm putting something out there, I want it to be 100% my true self. Like, I'm not trying to hide anything. And, you know, obviously in order to do that, it does take time. TikToks or videos or even just content, like, for my normal page. It is a chunk of my time that I devote a lot of my weekends to, late nights to. And I think going forward in 2022, like, I really want to kind of just put myself out there and be, like, a source of, you know, happiness. I don't even care if people like the content, if people don't, but even if one person can relate like to what I am trying to put out there with food and being gay and like living in New York city from long Island, obviously I, I know we t- touched upon this in like the previous episode, but growing up for me, it was hard. It was different. Like I didn't even know one gay person or anyone in, in the LGBTQ community. So I kind of really want to explore more of that in 2022 because it's been really helpful to see like content creators I look up to who do share that side of themselves. And, you know, I want to do the same. Like I want to give back and, you know, just be able to help people, be a friend, be an outlet, be a resource, Um, whether it's through content or not. I don't even know if any of this makes sense right now, but I know that we discussed this when we were at dinner the other night that, you know, you have a platform or, you know, even if you're trying to create a platform, like, it just blows my mind that people could just be so fake and not put themselves out there. And it's like scary, especially for people in our community to. Yeah, and, and listen in your mouth, listeners. The, yeah. the fact of the matter is, is that not everything needs to be so hot and heavy or like, so like activism forward and whatnot. Right. Sometimes, sometimes much like this podcast, um, it's light and easy and it's fun and it's stupid and it's campy and it's whatnot. And like, that's the content we love. But some of these people out there, Chanley and I were talking, mm-hmm. have such a large platform based on exactly that. And that's why we love them, because it's it's a little bit of respite from the real world, but then have moved on to, like, act a fool in certain places or, like, really miss some golden opportunities to use their voice to help, right, yeah. at at given times, at certain times when it's like, oh, well, this is a little necessary now. And one post would have cost you nothing, right, to reach your 500,000 million followers. You know what I mean? So that's, I think that's the message we're trying to get across here. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like you could be yourself, but also while being yourself, you know, maybe think about like how you got to that point, who has helped you and like, you know, give back if you can or use your platform every now and then. Like, you know, or if you're, or if you're traveling, or, or if you're traveling to do what you do and, and people have brought you out there to, like, highlight things and and, and work, right? And, yeah, you're going to act a fool and, and be yourself, but also realize the, the space that you're in, mm-hmm. right? And, yes, you were asked to help, right? They brought you there to boost whatever they, they were selling, right? Yep. And 
realizing, oh, maybe this, maybe there's a larger issue here within this community that I could use my voice to help in, all the while being my fun, silly self at the same time, you know? That's yeah, the that's message. Exactly I think yes. that's a lovely message to leave this, to end this podcast on. Like, you know, fostering, uh, fostering and using our voices, you know, to further help the communities around us, right? No matter who they are, to do good, all the while being authentically ourselves, which, you know what, may, may be dumb as hell if that's, if that's the brand, you know, but that's okay. Yeah. And I think it also goes back to the message that we've been harping on this whole episode is that, you know, if you put yourself first, I think at the end of the day, like followers, friends, family, whoever it is, will know that it's you being your true authentic self and can never hurt you or not hurt you or can never blame you. You know, if you have to take a a day off or you have to cancel on something, but reschedule to another time, like, you know, whatever it is, I think that that is the way I'm going into 2022 is I'll put myself first. I'll be my true self and we'll see where it takes me. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. Put yourself first. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's gently. This is fun. And you know what? So you fun. definitely were a highlight of my 2021, Aww. you know, just dragging you through, through yeah. event after event, after food event. I know, right. we lived it up. Uh, living our best lives, stuffing ourselves to the max, and uh, coming home to pass out in a food coma. It's been, yes. it's been gorgeous and lovely just getting to know you and, you know, becoming, you know, food fam. <laughs> so yes. I, am, I am grateful for you. Give the kids all the, all the handles and things so they can follow you for the new year, please. Yes, and all the same to you, Michael. It has been a pleasure. Um, you are a shining light in my life, and I am so glad that we were able to, one, finally meet this past year, and two, really grow our friendship. But you can find me. I'm Chanley, Chanley Borges. Gays Gotta Eat on Instagram and TikTok. And uh, yeah, uh, throw me a follow, shoot me a DM. I'm around. Let's be, let's be friends. Yes, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> You know who I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> Those who shall not be named. Oh, my God. I am blushing and dying at the same time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was I'm glad good. I could make you laugh. That was really good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fun. To all... To all of you out there who are being secretly admired by one Chanley Borges and or Michael Munoz, we salute you for sure at the end of this year. In your mouth, listeners, stay safe out there. Get your backs, get your boosters, get these home tests. You know what? I, got, I was really mad that I had to pay uh, $25 a pop for an at-home test at the Dwayne Reed. But uh, I needed one, right? Yeah. And it, it was yeah. worth it to keep people safe. Um, you know, do the things, right? Do the things, keep people safe if you're going out and just be responsible, you know? Um, that's, that's the message for the new year. My birthday is in a week. She turns 41, honey, 41 Ooh. and gorgeous. So stay tuned for that episode. If I do decide, if I decide to do one, mm -hmm. um, I just had a brain meltdown right there. Um, and I think, yeah, with that, um, Happy New Year. Safe, uh, like, be safe out there. 
take yes. care of yourselves, attainable goals, and put yourself first, you know? Put yourself first. Much yes. thanks to Chanley Borges. And I feel like I just thought you need merch that says Borges is gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I'll add it to the list of things. Added attainable goals for 2022. And yes. all I've got left to say is thank you for listening to In Yo Mouth.